Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? Folks, it's so frustrating. I have warned so many people so many times that we were headed right where we are. The left-wing lunatics are trying very hard to bring back COVID lockdowns and mandates with all of their sudden fear-mongering about the new variants that are coming. Gee whiz, you know what else is coming? An election. They want to restart the COVID hysteria so they can justify more lockdowns, more censorship, more illegal drop boxes, more mail-in ballots, and trillions of dollars in payoffs to their political allies heading into the 2024 election. Does that sound familiar? But to every COVID tyrant who wants to take away our freedom, hear these words, we will not comply Well, here we are, folks. That is exactly, in a nutshell, what all of this is about. And the icing on the cake for these people would be convicting him and then indicting him and sending him to jail then. And it's all been, it's it's all been so, so predictable. Three hours of bold truth and excellence. You've just signed up for the WBR Army. Welcome aboard. This is the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Hey, hey, welcome back. Hour number two of the Wendy Bell Radio Program. As always, thanks for spending some time with us. All right, so I want to piggyback off of something that we talked to you about yesterday, and it's a pretty big story because it basically digs into and debunks all of the nonsense involved with January 6th. We're seeing the drip, 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 a video coming out. It wasn't what they said it was. It wasn't cops being beaten. It was about cops doing dumb stuff, blowing tear gas that blew back in their faces. Muscling protesters, beating Roseanne Boyland to death, ginning up an already delicate situation with the opposite approach that was necessary. But beyond that, I've said this to you and I think it's undeniable. It was a set up from go. They knew the Stop the Steal rally was going to be going on at the Capitol. They knew Trump was going to be at the Ellipse. I don't know if somebody got their hands and advance hands on his script for his speech at the Ellipse that day. But they were ready to go. The machine. See, it's not just the swamp. It's not just Democrats. It's not just dirty Republicans. There is a machine at play here. And the machine has many moving parts. And the machine needs various forms of attention, needs grease at certain times. It needs to be tweaked at other times. Also, that the machine can continue doing what it needs to do, and that is to destroy Donald Trump, to remove his name, to remove him from your mind, to get him out of politics, to get rid of him in general. But this is disgusting. Yesterday, we told you about the president of this Air Marshal's National Council. 
And you know the air marshals are people who are trained to, on international travel by and large, be plainclothes officers on the plane, armed, and ready to neutralize any threats. Well, because of the border debacle, these air marshals have been pulled off of the planes. They've put, been put down on the border. And this air marshal national council president warned about a danger in the skies. Be aware, she says. And then she said something intriguing about all of the work going on with the January Sixers. All of the air marshals who've been pulled off of other assignments to harass anybody who flew into Washington, D.C. on January 6th, the day before, the day after. Wait a minute, all these people are now being harassed? They're put on a terror watch list? For what? People who didn't even go to the Capitol that day, they were there for a job interview or a, a funeral or whatever. They're now on a terror watch list. Indeed, they are. And now we know why. Because Benny Thompson, the head of the January 6th Unselect Committee, six days after January 6th, on the 11th, five days, excuse me, on the 11th, wrote a letter to the head of the TSA that you need to hear about. Story on the Gateway Pundit revealed Thompson's newly uncovered letter may be, may be behind TSA wrongfully adding Americans to the terror watch list. Say what? A former FBI agent assigned to the Washington field office, Kyle Serafin has raised concerns about the expansion of the Transportation Security Administration's surveillance activity following the January 6th attack on the United States Capitol. In an article published on Uncovered DC, which I'm going to read to you in a moment, Serafin highlights a previously undisclosed letter, which we have up on the screen right now, written by then-chairman of the House Committee on Homeland Security, Representative Benny G. Thompson. To TSA Administrator David Pekoski, Thompson's letter dated January 11th, 2021, describes the Capitol incident as an insurrection aimed at preventing the certification of a democratic election and apparently inflicting violence upon elected officials. Now, how could Benny Thompson in five days... In five days, when we're still awaiting any kind of detail on the pipe bombs that were reportedly found outside the RNC and the DNC, how in five days did Benny Thompson have so much of the narrative down that would go on to be the basic nuts and bolts, the, the meat and potatoes of the January 6th Select Committee's presentation to America? Because they planned it. All right? Because they planned it. I'm going to read this to you. On January 6, 2020, this is Kyle Serafin. This is the guy who was blackballed by the FBI because he dared to blow the whistle on a few things that he saw, like 
the surveillance of Catholics and parents at school board meetings, and he blew the whistle, and they blackballed him, and he was forced to resign from the FBI. What a bunch of cowards these clowns are. On January 6, 2021, insurrectionists attacked the United States Capitol intent on preventing the certification of a democratic election and apparently inflicting violence upon elected officials. Several lives were lost, including at least one Capitol police officer, wrote Benny Thompson, then chairman of the House Committee on Homeland Security to Transportation Security Administration Administrator. Administration Administrator is redundant, but you know. David Pekoski on January 11th. First of all, there wasn't a Capitol Police officer killed. There were two people killed that day, murdered. Roseanne Boyland, beaten to death. Funny how they didn't release those details in the hearing. And Ashley Babbitt, shot by a Capitol Police officer who has a checkered past, to say the least. This committee focuses on legislation and oversight related to the security of the United States with the goal of ensuring that the American people were protected from terrorist attacks, Benny Thompson wrote. He started his letter with unproven charges, false information, and the salacious statement of fiction as he requested an executive branch agency ignore due process and deprive thousands of Americans of their constitutionally protected rights to travel freely within the United States. He asks the TSA, you know what, I think we should probably put the squeeze on these people. Why are they being allowed to traverse freely wherever they wish? Well, it's funny because it's part of our constitutional rights. Benny, Walrus, Thompson's account of the events could have been lifted directly from a far-left opinion website like the Huffington Post or ProPublica. What he does not source in his wild allegations, he could have easily credited any left-wing rat with these things. Law enforcement agencies were unprepared, he said. The attack was planned largely in an open internet forum. A subsequent article by the same author falsely claims that Officer Brian Sicknick died defending the Capitol. But his concern, Thompson's, his concern wasn't about how better to protect the Capitol. His immediate concern, less than a week after the events of January 6th, was punishing those who went to Washington, D.C. Without trial, without investigation, he said, quote, perpetrators have continued to enjoy freedom of movement throughout the country. Only a fraction of the insurrectionists have been arrested. And many of those arrested have been released pending a future court date. To our knowledge, the federal government has not prevented a single insurrectionist from boarding an aircraft. This is written by Benny Thompson five days after January 6th to the head of the TSA saying you got to put these people on a terror watch list and make their lives miserable. How dare you? How dare you? His letter continued. To our knowledge, the federal government has not prevented a single insurrectionist from boarding an aircraft. Of course, the Fifth Amendment, which says it's quite clear. No person shall be deprived of life, liberty or property without due process of law. Benny Thompson, who would then fail upward to be the head of the unselect committee. His writing. But, but wait, because there's more. 
This is like a Ginsu knife commercial. Now how much would you pay? But wait, don't answer. We've got it for you next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Kyle Serafin, former FBI agent, continues as he digs into this letter that Benny Thompson, the Democrat representative, sent to the then head of the Transportation Security Administration. Safety, whatever it is, TSA. Thompson continued in this letter with a statement he attributed to growing online chatter, which informed his belief that, quote, many of the same groups that planned and carried out Wednesday's attack intend to return to Washington, D.C. to cause further disruption and violence in the coming days, including at the inauguration of President-elect Joe Biden. Were there 12 people at that inauguration if it was actually on the up and up? What are you talking about, Benny? You think that all of a sudden these people are going to go and they're going to create disturbances elsewhere? You are so gross. And Serafin says those of us who were working in law enforcement during the inauguration of Joe Biden marveled at the speed and efficiency of locking down Washington, D.C. into a police state scene out of the Cold War. The anti-scale fencing, which was nowhere to be found during the summer riots of 2020, was installed with an efficiency that shocked the government sensibilities in a place like Washington, D.C. But at the bottom of his third paragraph, Benny Thompson says the so-called quiet part out loud, quote, it appears little is being done to disrupt the travel of terrorists who just attacked the seat of the U.S. government and wish to do so again. Wow, that's a big, big, big jump, dude. That is a big jump. That's saying that anybody who flew into Washington, D.C. on January 6th, 5th, 6th, or 7th, that they should be put on a terror watch list. They shouldn't be allowed to fly without strict scrutiny, which, by the way, U.S. Air Marshals have been happy to oblige. Following them around. People were like, what did I do? Students, college students, women, men, Elderly folks, doesn't matter. Sorry. We have a big, big net. You happen to get caught in it. Beyond that, this is what Benny Thompson requested. The head of the TSA, please provide a briefing no later than the end of this week on the following topics. One, current efforts to disrupt the travel of white supremacist and other domestic terrorist groups who may be planning further attacks against the U.S. government and may be targeting the inauguration of President-elect Joe Biden. How many white supremacists do you guys know? Have you, have, have you ever met anybody? I, I've never met anybody. Brock and I have asked each other. I mean, hell, it's such a problem. It's in all of this literature. Oh, white supremacy. It's the scourge. Who? Who? W- where do they meet? There's got to be some kind of a group, right? Right. Benny Thompson saying anybody who is traveling is equal to a white supremacist. Are you out of your mind? Yeah, because Trump derangement syndrome is a disease. It is a virus. It makes perhaps normally normal people behave crazy like Benny Thompson in this letter. How about what else does he want? Please provide a briefing 
not later than the end of this week on the following topics. Number two, options available for quickly denying air carrier service to individuals identified as posing a potential threat, including TSA authorities to prevent individuals from flying on a temporary or flight-by-flight basis. We don't have a two-tier system of justice in this country, says Merrick Garland, who lies almost as much as Alejandro Mayorkas when their mouth is moving, blah, 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 blah. That's what you're getting. How dare you? After the letter was received by the top official at the TSA, many Americans who had simply traveled to the national capital region on or around January 6, 2021, were welcomed to the quiet skies, which the TSA claims identifies, quote, international travelers who may require enhanced screening. That's called the rubber glove treatment, I presume further claims that these rules have strict oversight by the Department of Homeland Security. Several Federal Air Marshal Service whistleblowers and retired supervisory people have blown the lid off of some of the abuses of this program. In numerous national interviews, we told you about the one yesterday with the Air Marshal's National National uh, Council President, Sonia Labosco. They're surveilling regular everyday Americans, ensnarling in a despicable, gross, premeditated, calculated, and written-out script insurrection. They needed that. They needed that word, insurrection, to go back to the 14th Amendment. Section 3? What? Preventing Donald Trump from getting on the ballot because of something that dates back to the 1800s? Planned, pre-calculated, and poorly executed. And now the jig is up! Benny Thompson, you should be tarred and feathered, you old fool. Are you scared yet? Because there's not just a new virus. How about syphilis? Don't, please. I know. Just wait. I've got it next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. All right, so the messaging that we've been paying attention to, and it's been consistent for the last several years, the virus. There's a virus, there's a variant, there's an illness, there's an infection. It's going to make you sick. You need to be prepared, get the vaccine, put on a mask, social distancing. Oh, my gosh. Temperature scans, yada, yada. (laughs) Make your family take a COVID test in the garage before they come in on Thanksgiving. I mean, it was ridiculous. Ridiculous. People losing their collective minds just shows you how malleable I think people are in times of uncertainty with a media that by and large lies to any kind of stress, and it can be easily manipulated by people who are propagandists. Well, it's almost like you guys are prepared for what's coming. So I have three different stories to give you because we're paying attention to. Clock is ticking. Uh, The November election's coming up around the bend, about 11 months away. Window of opportunity to create that whole fervor to stay home and mail in your ballot because that's the only way one of many, one of few ways they can cheat effectively is the whole mail-in thing. Here's one. Ready? This is on the messenger.com. Never heard of this site. 
Child pneumonia cases surge in Europe. Oh, no. As fears rise over outbreak in China. I sound serious. Now, a child with pneumonia who feels terrible is serious. Anybody who deals with that, it's awful. We've all been there. It's not fun. Another country is reporting a mysterious surge of illness in children. Now, wouldn't you want to know how dangerous is it? Has anybody died? Right? I have five kids. I'd want to know. Is it certain ages? Is there certain symptoms I should watch out for? The lack of specificity tells you everything you need to know. Lots of broad brush, lots of emotion here. The Netherlands is now experiencing a bizarre uptick in pneumonia cases among children, marking the second country to report an outbreak of this type this week. Oh, no. What type of outbreak? The Netherlands Institute for Health Services Research, a research institute around 25 miles south of Amsterdam, reports that 80 of every 100,000 children between the ages of 5 and 11 came down with pneumonia last week. Well, is that a lot? Is that is that is that flu? What is that? Is that a, what do you what do you do with that? Oh, 80? <gasps> wow. Or is it sort of like, eh, 80? Eh. I don't know. And they don't tell you. Oh, wait. This is the largest outbreak of pneumonia they've recorded in recent years. <gasps> At the peak of the 2022 flu season, when pneumonia cases were most common, there were 60 recorded cases for every. This is worse than, than during COVID and the last flu season? Oh, you keep going and you go on and on. How about this bottom line? Mysterious pneumonia cases in China have also begun to raise alarms. First reports emerged last week that children's hospitals in Beijing and a certain province I can't pronounce, were overrun by children coming in with pneumonia. Here it is. Get ready because they think that they've already got you, right? You've already been, oh my gosh, lock up the kids. Get the masks. <laughs> right? Chinese officials told the World Health Organization that no new pathogens were detected in the outbreak. And instead, the illnesses were caused by known Seasonal viruses such as the flu and RSV. So what they just told you is, oh no, this mysterious pneumonia, we can't figure it out. Even though it looks really a lot like the flu. Okay? Okay, there's one for you. And you're, and you're welcome. How about this? <laughs> I don't know if you guys are ready. I don't know if I'm ready. I need like sanitizing wipes from the Daily Caller. <clears throat> Apparently there's a uh, an eye syphilis thing going on in Michigan. This is according to the CDC. Eye syphilis. <laughs> I shouldn't giggle because it's just. <laughs> okay. Here's a story. A common sex partner blah, 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 caused an outbreak of ocular syphilis in southwestern Michigan in 2022. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention announced Friday. Wait, 2022. Okay, we're almost 2024. This must be super duper serious <laughs> for them to be bringing it out now. Five women in Michigan, aged between 40 and 60, all contracted syphilis 
of the eyes after having sex with the same man. The CDC stated in its report, syphilis is a sexually transmitted disease that can lead to a slew of conditions, including ocular syphilis, osteo, autosyphilis, and neurosyphilis, which impacts the eyes, inner ear, and nervous system. Sounds terrible. This was last year. Why are we talking about it now? Be very afraid, ladies and gentlemen, because you never know what's going to happen to you if you're one of those pesky same-day voters. Who knows what's going to jump into your eye? Or if you happen to get frisky with somebody that you're going to vote with. (laughs) Who knows? This is the dumbest thing I've heard in five minutes. Public health officials first noted the cluster of cases between March and July of 2022. Oh, goody. So a year and a half ago. Way to be on the ball here, guys. They opened an investigation to try to stop the spread before it reached other women or potential sex partners, the CDC noted. All of the women identified throughout the investigation were reportedly given intravenous penicillin. The common male sex partner was also treated, though did not show symptoms of ocular syphilis himself. So what have you learned? Absolutely nothing. Except that you should be worried. And that if your eye starts to itch, oh no, I, I don't know where we can go with this, friends. Let your mind run rampant. That's just, that's just dumb, dumb, CDC. All right. Then, of course, let's not forget this story from the UK Guardian. <laughs> UK detects its first human case of, fl- of swine flu strain. Oh, my God. If you didn't first get that skin parasite, that was yesterday. That's so yesterday. (laughs) We've moved on to ocular syphilis, syphilis of the eye. And what is really nothing more than, oh, the flu in China and the Netherlands, even with the breathtaking reporting, 80 and 100,000 kids. Okay. Health officials are scrambling to trace contacts of a... Per- We're doing contact tracing again. That's super. Trace the contacts of a person infected with a new form, a new form of swine flu after the UK detected its first human case of H1N2. I know. I, right, Brock? What'd you just do? I heard it. Ooh. I know. Are you worried? I wasn't able to sleep at all last night. 50, 50 human cases. <laughs> Five zero <Stop>. worldwide. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look, I don't want people, I don't want kids to have the flu. <laughs> I don't want you to have some sexual virus in your eye. <laughs> I don't, I don't. I don't want some parasite on your skin. I don't think it's funny. Don't forget about monkeypox. Stop it. Monkeypox. Oh, what the heck is going on in this world? (laughs) It's really hard to be a good parent when you have such lousy crap you've got to wade through as you're doing it. 50 human cases of the strain have been reported globally. Globally! 50 out of how many billion people? Do we have 8 billion? 50 
And this is a headline. <laughs> 50 human cases of the strain have been reported globally. Oh, oh. Influenza is similar to flu viruses circulating in pigs in the UK. The UK Health Security Agency has formally notified the World Health Organization. Why does anybody talk to the World Health Organization? The World Health Organization sucks. The World Health Organization believes that you have no you have no determinism to to decide for yourself whether or not you're going to get a a vaccine they believe that they should be able to say to you right this is for the greater good it's magic it stops with you come on does everybody not see the money laundering operation that's going on in every single aspect of our lives war money laundering covid money laundering right Anything that happens, money laundering. But be very afraid. Get ready. So this is just, let's just call this the, we'll call this the sorbet. This is your palate cleanser. They threw a couple couple appetizers at you. A little swine flu. A little dose of this. A little dose of eye syphilis, right? Cleansing your palate now getting ready to drop the big one. What's it going to be? Look, the collateral damage in all of this is trust. And if you don't have trust in your government, like you don't have trust in your marriage, what do you really have? I don't trust medicine anymore. I don't trust science I don't believe people who get up and say, we all need to do this or that. I don't believe them. I don't trust the FDA. The FDA who has known for years about problems with those COVID jabs and decided to give them the green light A-OK anyway. We talked about the exodus of people on that panel who were like, I can't be a part of this anymore. This isn't what I signed up for. We have scientists who have fudged data and lied because Fauci holds the keys to the cash. He he held access to like $8 billion worth of grant money. I'm making that number up, but it's obscene. I think it's even more than that, to be perfectly honest with you. And the idea is, hey, you fall in line with what I need you to say, or you don't get that million dollars for your research. The same guy whose fingerprints are all over the virus. And the vaccine. You can't trust Bill Gates. You can't trust anything anybody in in politics says to you. And so what are you left with? You're left with an emptiness. Where do I go? Who do I believe in? What's going on? What's the truth? And that's when they get you with the propaganda. Beware of the messages. All right, coming back. RNC donations. Wait, Donald Trump is doing great in the polls. People are getting back behind Donald Trump. But the RNC isn't making the money it needs to push forward. It's almost like you could understand why. We're going to take you there coming up next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. You got to love this story. Major donors coming back to Trump after failing to find alternative. I just think he's so gruff. I don't like some of the things that he says. And so I'm going to go somewhere else. Why? 
Really? You social, you virtue signaling schmucks out there. Seriously, high level donors within the Republican Party are starting to come around on former President Donald Trump's candidacy. Why? Because they realize that nobody else is going to get it done. Yeah. After spending years searching for an alternative, one of the clearest signs yet that the Republican frontrunner has essentially clinched the nomination. Duh. ABC News reported some of the party's biggest philanthropists, including Home Depot co-founder Bernie Marcus and oil and gas mogul Harold Hamm, are switching horses after previously backing Nikki Haley and Ron DeSantis, respectively. In November, Marcus announced his support in a surprise op-ed on real clear politics. You have to love quote-unquote conservative people who've got to project why they're not supporting Donald Trump by going on online, by, go, by putting a, a post up. Who cares? You're signaling virtue, guys. Come on, Bernie. Stop it. You're not 12. I understand the frustration of some of my Republican friends. You do not like or are offended by things Donald Trump does and says, Marcus wrote. I, too, have been frustrated at times, but we cannot let his brash style be the reason we walk away from his otherwise excellent stewardship of the United States during his first term in office. Oh, no kidding. Really? Really? You like what he did? His brash style. I don't like it either. It's offensive. And tell, oh, yeah, it doesn't look like the horse you were getting behind was going to win. Honestly. Then there's this. Shocking. RNC donations at, an, at a low of like what? Eight years. Holy cow. Donations to the Republican National Committee have hit an eight-year low. Sources said to the Washington Post on Monday. No, duh. What are you giving money for? Ronna McDaniel to suck more than she already does? Like, let's see if we can lose more. Let's give them more money. Come on. I like gambling. Idiotic. The diminished donations raise concerns about whether or not RNC leadership is properly aligned with the party's grassroots to consider an unpopular Democrat president seeking re-election. What are you talking about? We don't like Ronna McDaniel. We don't like swamp creatures. We don't like people who don't love America. We don't like people who aren't MAGA. We're done with namby-pamby white bread, vanilla, you know, vanilla, dry toast, plain Cheerios. I want someone who says the way he feels, does what he says he's going to do, and puts America freaking first. Do you think if Donald Trump was president, first of all, there would have ever been either of these wars? No, I don't. Absolutely not. Do you think if we were involved and the world was involved watching this war, specifically between Hamas and Israel, do you think that we wouldn't know how many Americans were there? Do you think Americans wouldn't have been let go immediately? And, and we're scratching our heads. I don't understand why they're not giving so much money to the RNC anymore. Because we're tired of losing. We're tired of being a party of losers. Mitt Romney, what did he say? He supports basically any Democrat more than he would support Donald Trump. Hey, Mitt Romney, dude, you're a multi multi-millionaire 
You have five sons. It's the one thing that you and I share together. You have five sons. You have gobs of grandchildren. You have a wife ostensibly who loves you. You have a strong faith. Why are you still squawking? Why are you here? Why do you think anybody cares what you think? Because we don't. You do not represent make America great again. And America is hungry for someone who says that, feels that, does that, is that, and not just when the cameras are on. The RNC raised the lowest amount of money since former President Trump arose as the leader of the GOP, the Post reported. The Republican National Committee disclosed that it had $9.1 million in cash on hand as of October 30th, the lowest amount for the RNC in any Federal Election Commission report since February 2015. That compares with about $20 million at the same point in the 2016 election cycle and about $61 million four years ago when Trump was in the White House. Donald Trump, the brand that loves America, is the brand that sells. Read the tea leaves. But of course, if you want to destroy America from within, you don't want an effective head of the RNC. You don't want someone who's MAGA. You don't want someone who's moved by the flag, by the national anthem. You don't want someone who cares about this country like that. You need someone like Ronna McDaniel who gets Botox and injections to somehow hide the fact that she is a fraud. She's not a leader. She's not a fundraiser. She's not a, she's not a seer. She is a destroyer. And we've seen that. How many elections? 18, 20, 22, 23. We've seen them all. She's lost them all. Do not go anywhere. Because when we come back on the Wendy Bell Radio program, why is it that liberals are so bent on creating problems when they don't exist? You see the story about the Kansas City Chiefs fan. If you did not, we've got the evidence, the story, the double down, and the pie in the face in one fell swoop next on the program.